Hi, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Real Estate Podcast. A couple of weeks ago, I recorded a webinar called The Long-Term Approach to Real Estate in 2024. We at Bigger Pockets thought that it was packed with good value and that we wanted to share on our podcast feed. As we all know, the market's been really unpredictable with fluctuating interest rates, low inventory, and investors wondering what to do next. And in this webinar, I'm going to discuss market conditions, strategies for 2024, and how to identify good deals that can bring long-term wealth for those willing to be patient. We cut down this webinar to make it a bit more listenable for you, our podcast audience. But if you'd like to view the slide deck I created and watch the whole webinar, we did post it on the Bigger Pockets YouTube channel. All right, before we jump in, in the middle of the show, I do mention two Bigger Pockets online resources, our calculators and our agent finder tool, and how they function. I did not fully mention their URLs, so I wanted to make sure that I did that in the intro here for you. Our agent finder tool can be found at biggerpockets.com slash agents for investors, and our calculators at biggerpockets.com slash calculators. Without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this webinar, The Long-Term Approach to Real Estate in 2024. Passive income without the property headache? It's possible. There's a way to invest passively in real estate and get monthly income without any tenants, maintenance, or property management. The wealthy have been doing this for years, and if you're an accredited or high net worth investor, you too can collect cash flow without the headaches that come from owning rentals. How? By investing in a private real estate fund with PPR Capital Management. PPR's co-founder, Dave Van Horn, wrote the book on real estate note investing for BP. But he's not just investing in notes. Dave and his team also have an extensive background in commercial real estate. And with PPR Capital Management, they're strategically investing in both notes and commercial real estate nationwide. With over half a billion dollars in assets under management, PPR has provided individuals with a steady source of truly passive income since 2007 without ever missing a payment. Check them out at investwithppr.com. Again, if you're looking to get monthly passive income from an experienced team with a strong track record, go to investwithppr.com today. Whenever I used to travel, I would get that creeping feeling that I locked my back door. How do I know my property is going to be safe while I'm away? But not anymore, thanks to Simply Safe Home Security. I'm about to go on a three-week trip to Copenhagen, but am I tripping about my trip? Nope. With award-winning security and peace of mind from Simply Safe, I don't need to worry. Simply Safe is a super amazing alarm system that I actually installed in my house myself personally in less than 30 minutes. And there's so much peace of mind knowing that there's something in place to protect my homes, my goods, and my John Mayer shrine. Simply Safe systems have high-tech sensors that detect break-ins, fires, and floods, indoor and outdoor cameras to keep watch night and day, 24-7 professional monitoring at less than $1 a day. Plus, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can even help stop crime in real time by speaking to intruders through the wireless indoor camera. Hey, hey, bud, get out of here. It's like that, but it's a lot better, I imagine. And if you buy the system and you don't love it, you can get a full refund with Simply Safe's 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off of any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/pockets. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. 
Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. Today, we're going to talk about the long-term traditional approach to investing in real estate and how to make that work here in 2024. Um, this is what I call building wealth the boring, unsexy, and practical way. Hopefully, it doesn't describe me too literally here. Welcome, everybody. You're here, I believe, because you want financial freedom. You're here because you know real estate is a viable way to get there, but you might have some questions and fear. You don't know if real estate's the right path. You don't know whether it works today in the sense that you can buy a cash flowing rental property uh, in late 2023, early 2024. You probably have a healthy fear of 2024's market. I think you should. And we'll talk about 2024's market and I'll talk about the puts and takes that are going to go on there. Uh, and you don't know where or how to go about finding a deal that works, again, in the context of a 25% down payment with conventional mortgage financing, for example, much less a good deal that might uh, produce a really good return. So we're going to cover determining if real estate fits into your long-term plans. We're going to talk about the traditional approach to normal long-term rentals. We're going to talk about a, a market forecast for 2024. We're going to talk about building a realistic buy box within a given market, how to state a hypothesis, test into it, validate or invalidate it, iterate on it until you are comfortable understanding what a good deal looks like and you know what you might act on. And we'll talk about how to actually act on that. Uh, first, I want to give a little quick preview about Bigger Pockets. What is Bigger Pockets? We have a platform with blogs, forums, podcasts, webinars, webinar replays, books, networking, videos, and more, all designed to help you use real estate investing to achieve your goals. We've got a free membership for the dabbling real estate investors, some education, networking, and Q&A forums. That will help you build confidence over time. And we have a pro membership, which is an advanced toolkit to help you ace property analysis, project cash flow. It's a real estate command center to manage your business and it's tools for those who are ready to take the serious steps uh, towards offering on and purchasing real estate. And here at Bigger Pockets, we believe that real estate's a really powerful uh, long-term wealth building tool, that it's not quick and easy, and that there's a price that you as investors must pay to invest in real estate. And that's in the form of time, self-education, analysis, and management of the portfolio. A little bit about me here. I'm Scott. I'm president and CEO of Bigger Pockets. I started my career in 2014 with my first house hack. Fun fact, I was working at a company that was rated the worst company to work for in the United States of America back in 2014, making $48,000 per year. And that might have had a little something to do with my desire to become financially independent through real estate as fast as possible. I built up to a portfolio of five properties um, over the over uh, uh, nine years. There's 13 units there. This is not a remarkable outcome, and that's the point. I think that I have a very average experience in real estate investing here, um, very consistent, um, slow, steady, whatever my position was uh, uh, ready to take down that next property. I'm also a big index fund investor, right? Boring, long-term, practical uh, investment strategies. I put a little bit of money aside in the stock market every month, and I buy a property every 18 months or so um, with a partner. I also wrote uh, Set for Life and First Time Home Buyer here. And by the way, most investors are like, probably you and definitely me, right? They own 10 or fewer properties, maybe a couple dozen units, 
we got 17 million investors in this country who own at least one investment property. And 90% of those folks are mom and pop investors defined as owning 10 or fewer properties, right? There's 28 million rental properties in this country. That includes big multifamily apartment buildings and single family rentals. There are about 18 to 20 million single family rentals, another two to 4 million duplexes, triplexes, and quads. And almost all of them are owned by the little guy, me, you, and other landlords using boring 30-year fixed rate conventional mortgages. So the first question I want to answer today is, does real estate investing make sense as part of your journey? And I'm not going to like give you an emphatic yes. I'm going to give you a, a more practical maybe. Maybe it, it makes sense to you. It makes sense if you plan to invest the necessary elements, which include first and foremost time. There's a price you're going to pay in the real estate investing business in the form of self-education. And you're either going to put that price, you're going to pay that price up front by listening to podcasts, reading books, watching videos, reading blog articles, networking, and studying your market. Or you're going to pay it in two or three years when you have a disaster in your rental property that you were unprepared for, and you have to spend a lot of cash and time and money getting out of that. So that's a really big upfront cost. You need to have the cash, the energy, the sweat, maybe uh, the preparedness and willingness to do a little bit of DIY work, which can enhance returns and more. Also, you need to believe in real estate investing, right? Uh, you need to believe that over the next five to 10 years, you have a fair shot at appreciation, right? I'm gonna talk about this later, but real estate is a bet on long-term inflation in US housing prices and the specific bet on the long-term inflation in prices in your market. So you need to believe in appreciation, rent growth, uh, the ability of that property to produce cash flow, the amortization, the ability to pay off the debt that is associated with the property, and then that that is going to provide tax advantage wealth that is better than or diversified from the alternatives that all of us have uh, from investing like stocks, bonds, private businesses, and other opportunities. And last, real estate may be a good investment for you if you have your financial house in order. That means you have sufficient reserves. You've got a financial runway built up, tens of thousands of dollars in cash. You're managing your spending. You're patient. You have a long-term vision. Um, you got to meet all of these criteria, a criteria, uh, in my opinion, in order to be successful in real estate. And before you ask, every single year is terrifying. And the most terrifying part of the real estate investing journey is buying that first property. When I bought my first duplex in 2014, the sky was about to fall. Property values have been going up for multiple years in a row. You couldn't find cash flow anywhere in Denver. It didn't make sense. Interest rates were rising. I posted a blog article a while back where I literally found very reputable media outlets calling a bubble in housing prices every single year from 2014 all the way through to the present. One of these years, they're going to be right. We're going to talk about how to address that fear and the legitimate struggle that it takes to, to get into that first property. Every single year is terrifying. And if you're not scared, I think you're probably at risk. Um, some of these things that, that fear is healthy, uh, in my opinion here. And by the way, I do have a, a quick little downloadable here. This is free. You go to biggerpockets.com slash ready checklist. I wrote, you know, 10,000 words <laughs> uh, going in on more, much more detail on what I just mentioned here and produced a checklist that has, you know, qualitative and quantitative uh, things to check off, right? Some of these are hard things. Like I've got the um, uh, down payment for my property. I've got a strong credit score. I've got the closing costs. I've got the six months reserves after all the costs that I think I'm going to put into the property. Uh, and some of them are more qualitative. I believe in real estate as a, as an opportunity to produce better financial results and, and more wealth for me than the other alternatives that I, that I have access to. I understand my end game and long-term goals and real estate is a pathway to get me there. You know, you don't need to check every single box. I certainly didn't check every box when I first got started, but if you're not checking 75% of them, you should probably 
Let's do a lot more self-study and reflection because this is a big investment. It's going to probably be one of the biggest financial decisions of your life. If you feel ready to invest in real estate, um, and hopefully, you know, that's, that's most of the folks on this call, what is then the best strategy? My philosophy is to buy a property in a great location at a fair price, right? I'll buy a good property in a great location at a fair price. I love Warren Buffett's mentality here. Uh, I'm certainly no Warren Buffett, but I like to try to apply that high-level philosophy to real estate investing in my own portfolio. So I bought, I buy one to four unit properties purchased with long-term fixed rate debt. I buy properties in good locations that I'd be willing to live in personally. I want the opportunity to move the property to its best and highest use. Usually for me, that means a light rehab, flooring, paint, maybe addressing certain concerns on the exterior, landscaping, those types of things. I don't like moving walls. I don't like redoing, you know, kitchens in a big way. Those are great ways to add value, but I've got a day job and I want the lighter projects that are a little bit easier for me to manage. It needs to produce positive cash flow immediately after acquisition with reasonable capitalization, right? That's 25% down payment, long-term debt, conventional financing. It needs to have a fair shot at long-term appreciation. I need to believe in the long-term prospects of the neighborhood and the market. And the property needs to be able to be held indefinitely, putting money into my pocket the entire time, right? And that is both a function of these other things here, the positive cash flow and the fair shot at long-term appreciation. And it's also, and perhaps more importantly, a function of my personal financial position. I don't try to time the market. I buy when my cash position builds up over the months, as I save a few thousand dollars a month and build up the down payment for that next property that I'm ready to then put into the unit. So my philosophy is essentially a bet on a continuation of long-term inflation in US housing prices. I want to sit on this for a second here because I think this is an important point. This is real estate in a nutshell, right? You're betting on long-term inflation in US housing prices, right? A great thing here and, and my long-term bet, by the way, is on the U.S. generally and Denver specifically, just for me personally. You need to pick, think about that for your market. A great tool to think about this is the Case-Shiller U.S. National Home Price Index. The Case-Shiller Index, and I'm going to get a little technical here, but talks about existing home sale appreciation, right? New home sales are often bigger and newer, have different features. And you, when as an investor, we're buying a property. And by definition, when we go to sell it at some point in the future, we will then be selling an existing property, right? Because even if we're buying a brand new property, it will be an existing property at the time it, sell, it sells. And, and this average is close to about a 3.5% average for the nation as a whole. And it's higher for Denver on average than a nation as a whole. Note that the scale is a little bit different here. And we've got um, more um, appreciation in a market like Denver. This might be a little less in a market like Detroit. And you need to factor that into your uh, over, over the historical average. And you need to make a guess going forward at what you think that long-term appreciation rate is going to look like in the market that you're suggesting, because it has a major impact on the long-term returns that you're going to find in your portfolio. Okay, so this is fundamental to your decision to invest in real estate. I believe it's a long-term investment. If you're subscribing to the strategy that I'm talking about in this webinar, this is a core underlying assumption that you need to wrap your head around here because it's really meaningful to the overall um, returns you're going to generate in your, in your portfolio here. With this approach, I don't have to time the market. If the market appreciates, great, I make money. If the market declines, great, also great. I buy the next deal at a lower price. Trying to time the real estate market is a lot like trying to time the stock market. I apply the exact same mentality to my index fund investments as I do to real estate. Obviously, you know, in a stock market graph, we'd see something fairly similar here. 
And an index fund approach to stock market investing is to buy a little bit, 100 bucks a month or whatever, throughout the entire journey and participate in the growth of, the, uh, of that investment. I subscribe to the same approach in real estate with the obvious exception that I cannot buy a property every month. <laughs> I don't have $90,000, whatever it is, to put down a rental property here in Denver, accumulating every single month. So I'm timing bets just at more infrequent intervals, right, um, across this journey and enjoying that long-term appreciation return that I believe I'm going to see in a market like Denver, Colorado. Okay. So that's the philosophy at the highest level. Um, I did promise we'll talk about the 2024 market and my expectations coming up for next year. Again, that is not necessarily relevant to my long-term investing strategy here, but I will talk about my my thing there because I'm a complete nerd on it, uh, even though the timing of the market's a fool's game. So to talk about 2024, we have to talk about how we arrived here at the end of 2023, right? And over the last 18 months, we're all aware that interest rates have gone skyrocketing. The consequences of those rising interest rates have been really interesting, right? First, one of the consequences, very obvious to everyone, is higher interest rates drive down affordability, right? And that reduces demand. But what the, it also did is it reduced supply. This is called the lock-in effect. Homeowners and real estate investors who have a 3% interest rate mortgage don't want to sell their property and give up this very awesome uh, debt financing tool that's locked in for the next you know, several decades in many cases. So supply dropped even more than demand because of this interest rate phenomena, and prices are up year over year, 2023, right now versus the same time in 2022, right? Uh, and I think that that has taken some folks by surprise. But what's also happened here is that we've seen fewer home sale transactions. 2021 and the first part of 2022 saw transaction volume close to the historical high. Um, and 2023 here is seeing transaction volume uh, fairly close to the historical low. You know, if 2022 was an average year because the first half had lots of volume and the second half had low volume, 2023 is about 20% below the historical average. And 2021 was about 20 to 25% above the historical average. So you've seen a huge decline in transaction volume. There are these factors that impact pricing in the housing market, right? And they have different weights on a scale. And affordability is a big factor here. Rising interest rates obviously has a downward pressure on affordability. It's a big bubble here, but it's been offset by inventory, which is almost as large. And then smaller upward pressure facing pressure uh, components here, like migration. The United States has inbound migration on an annual basis. Demographics, millennials are in peak home buying years. Housing tenure, homeowners typically have a lot of equity in the United States right now. They've got low interest, fixed long-term rate debt on their properties. So my best guess at 2024 is that we're going to see more of the same as we saw in 2023. Now, I'm going to get more specific than this, so bear with me here. But I think first, we're going to see interest rates are going to remain high. Jerome Powell reducing interest rates, that doesn't make sense to me unless there's a severe economic crash, right, where unemployment rises drastically. And think through that if that happens. If that happens, that will absolutely also potentially have an impact on prices uh, and rents in certain cases. So I do not think the Fed is going to uh, lower rates. I think they're going to stop raising them, and we're going to see the federal funds rate stay where it's at. We're going to see the yield curve uninvert, and we're going to see mortgage rates remain right about where they are currently. That's my prediction. You know what they say about predictions, um, but you know that that's that's what I'm uh, uh, that's what I'm sensing here, uh, and I think that will be the case heading into like the the back half of uh, Q2 2024, the first half of 2024. I think we're going to see that um, from here. That will keep transaction volume low. 
and that will create huge regional volatility. We'll talk about why there's going to be huge regional volatility in a second here. I have some data for the next slide here. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons that people buy single family housing in this country, right? I want to make memories. I want to become a homeowner. Uh, it's the right time in my personal life. And I'm going to um, uh, invest for the long term in my family. It's a vacation property that I want to make memories on. There's only one reason that people buy commercial and multifamily real estate, and that is for the income stream. So interest rates already have uh, crushed valuations in the multifamily real estate space and in much of the commercial real estate market. We've seen a 30% decline in apartment values from the peak because of the rising interest rates. And we've seen a similar decline in office. Other parts of the commercial real estate market are uh, seeing a more muted impact, right? Now, one of the big things, we remember our weighting scale here is inventory, right? One of the wild cards for 2024 is going to be new home construction. As you can see here, there are about 1.6 million units currently under construction in this country. Why are the, you know, we're hearing all these headlines about housing permits and starts declining. That's true. Housing permits and starts would be very low right now. But new construction takes time. There's a backlog for several years, in many cases, for building properties. New developments that have many single-family homes, for example, development projects and new builds in certain cities. And of course, large multifamily can take several years to get through the pipeline, get permitted, and get built. So while there's fewer starts, you're seeing historically high, historically high new construction come on the market, right? And that is absolutely going to be a pressure on rents and home prices in certain parts of the country. And I think that it gives us a couple of so what's heading into 2024, right? So the first is that, you know, if you want a prediction around national averages, that's super hard to predict and largely useless, right? I'm going to give you a huge range, plus or minus 4%, could be even beyond that uh, next year. We do hope to refine that a little bit. But I think a more practical value is going to be looking at your region and thinking through the combination of net inbound migration, new housing that is going to hit your market, demographic trends, and afford relative affordability, right? If you're in a, low, uh, a place where properties are relatively affordable and you have very low inventory, you're going to have a market with some tailwinds here. And, that, and the rising interest rates are a big upward pressure on rents in that market. If you're in a market that maybe overestimated migration trends, has a very high expectation, but maybe is unlikely to see that, has a ton of inventory coming on and is unaffordable, you should be thinking about that as you're heading into 2024 and, and, and thinking about how that might impact prices here. For example, I'm, I'm very bearish on places like Florida and Texas, right? These places have a lot of new construction going on there in the South, where we're seeing a lot of that, that, that stuff. Uh, they do have high net inbound migration in the past, but I wonder if that's going to continue given the lock-in effect that we've seen here. They're seeing high upward pressure um, on costs like uh, taxes and insurance. And I think that that's a recipe for really high risk for property uh, values and prices. I think you're going to see similar things in places like Denver and Phoenix. I'm not even bullish on my home market in 2024. I'm very bullish on it by 2034 or 2054. Right. So these are all things you got to think about heading into the next year. I think certain strategies are likely to see huge losses. I think it's going to be really tough for CRE investors in the commercial space. I don't think that even though they've lost 30% of their value, the pain is over yet. Airbnb bust is, is potentially a real fear heading into 2024. Uh, when in short term rental markets, you're not just competing with other investors, you're competing with vacationers and people who want a family home to visit in the mountains or whatever it is. Right. And there's a double edged sword here. Right. 
with higher interest rates, people can't refinance their home and buy that vacation property with higher rising rates and the pressure that's putting on the economy. Everybody's going to look, be looking for cash flow. That's a recipe for potentially a lot less demand for vacation rentals, which is downward pressure on pricing. And at the same time, there's up, there's pressure on supply where a lot of people who maybe previously weren't renting out their homes will rent out their homes on Airbnb, even though average daily rates may come down, that increased competition might come because you're still making something if you weren't previously renting your property and short-term rentals. So, you know, and you have regulations. So I, I'm, I'm really worried about the short-term rental market in 2024. Hopefully I'm wrong there. Whenever I used to travel, I would get that creeping feeling that I locked my back door. How do I know my property is going to be safe while I'm away? But not anymore, thanks to Simply Safe Home Security. I'm about to go on a three-week trip to Copenhagen, but am I tripping about my trip? Nope. With award-winning security and peace of mind from Simply Safe, I don't need to worry. Simply Safe is a super amazing alarm system that I actually installed in my house myself personally in less than 30 minutes, and there's so much peace of mind knowing that there's something in place to protect my homes, my goods, and my John Mayer shrine. Simply Safe systems have high-tech sensors that detect break-ins, fires, and floods, indoor and outdoor cameras to keep watch night and day, 24/7 professional monitoring at less than $1 a day, plus Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can even help stop crime in real time by speaking to intruders through the wireless indoor camera. Hey, hey, bud, get out of here. It's like that, but it's a lot better, I imagine. And if you buy the system and you don't love it, you can get a full refund with Simply Safe's 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off of any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/pockets. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Every lender loves to talk about how easy it is to get a mortgage. Then when it's time to fund your next deal, they ask for your full financials, your blood type, your mother's famous spaghetti recipe, and a map to the fountain of youth. Sound familiar? You, you got all that handy, right? Why not switch to a lender who actually makes qualifying for a loan easy? A lender like Host Financial. Host Financial takes the tedious tax returns, endless W-2s, and time-consuming financial requests out of the picture. Their light dock and common sense underwriting guidelines mean frictionless transactions every time. You'll even be able to use the actual or projected income of the short-term or long-term rental you're looking to purchase or pull equity out of. That's what lending built for investors looks like. So take the next step and grow your portfolio faster. Visit hostfinancial.com to request a quote in as fast as 60 seconds, which is faster than this ad. If not, it's pretty close. That's host, H-O-S-T, financial.com. Again, that's host, H-O-S-T, financial.com. Finding rental property insurance has been a headache for the past few years. You know the feeling. You're scrambling, calling 20 different insurance agencies in a dozen different cities, struggling to protect your portfolio at the right cost. But I'm going to tell you a little secret that'll change everything. Veteran investors don't go through the everyday insurance companies. They just use NREG. NREG, that's N-R-E-I-G, provides insurance solely for real estate investors. They've built the largest insurance program in the country for residential tenant-occupied, vacant, and renovation properties. The best part? You can put all your properties on one insurance schedule and one monthly bill. And you can add, change, or remove properties without having to cancel one policy and purchase another. They insure properties from single-family rentals, up to 20-unit multifamily dwellings, vacation rentals, mobile homes, condos, and more. Trade catchy jingles for cash flow with insurance made for investors. Visit nreg.com slash bppod to request a proposal. nreig.com slash bppod.
You might think you want real estate, but that's not true. What you really want is passive income. With new investors struggling to find deals or get enough money to buy them and veteran landlords tired of the constant tenant phone calls, is there a better alternative? Actually, there is. Short notes from Connect Invest. Connect Invest is an online investing platform that allows you to easily participate in passive real estate investing, and all you need is $500 to start. Short Notes collectively funds a diversified portfolio of commercial and residential real estate projects across acquisition, construction, and development phases. You'll earn a fixed monthly income without the hassle of owning or managing real estate. Head to connectinvest.com BP to create your account. Fund your digital wallet with at least $500. Select from 6, 12, and 24-month short notes with annualized return rates up to 9%. Then sit back and let your monthly returns roll in. Join today by visiting connectinvest.com slash VP. Connectinvest.com slash VP. Given this, how do I think about my local market or select an out-of-state market here, right? And the first thing we have to recognize here is that there's no such thing as a perfect market. No perfect market offers both great cash flow today and a high probability of great appreciation, right? Detroit, Michigan has the best quote unquote rent to price ratio in the country. But Detroit, Michigan is a very different investing experience on those types of properties than what you're going to find here in Denver, Colorado. Investors can make money in both locations. That's not a dig on Detroit. Um, with this, but there's a reason why those prices are uh, properties are priced that way. Detroit has not seen appreciation in a meaningful way since 2000, and Denver, Colorado has had a very different outcome there. So, if people expected Detroit to have a lot of appreciation, prices would rise rapidly, and it would become an appreciation market, right? So, there's an inherently a trade-off between these two things in a market. I believe that the best market is often the one that is local to you. I think that you know whether it's a cash flow or appreciation market, there are huge advantages that come with investing locally. You know the market. You can fix problems yourself. You can cut costs. We're going to analyze some deals in a minute, and I'm going to assume a a property management fee for each of those deals. You should assume a property management fee for each of your deals. But if it's a local market and push comes to shove and things get times get tough, you can fire your property manager and self-manage that property and and save costs there. That's a great defense mechanism, right? You can go and fix certain problems yourself instead of hiring a handyman. So super, super important there. I'm going to use an illustrative example uh, market here. This is Albany, New York. And I'm using this as an example because it's three hours from New York City. It's three hours from Boston and three hours from Montreal. A two-family in New York City or Long Island is going to go for a million bucks. And in Albany or Troy, you can buy five properties or 10 units for that same price, right? I'm also going to call it two additional markets. We're going to talk about an Ohio market and Florida here. I'm going to give you a couple of extra deals um, today here with this. But this is an example market where you would you know, think through a potential deal. So we have a strategy, long-term rentals. We're betting on long-term inf- uh, inflation in a given market. You have a market. How do you find a deal that works is the next question. What is something that actually might cash flow here? And I'm going to give you a five-step process to get to this point, Okay. So the first step here is to hypothesize a deal that works. You got to start somewhere and you start with a guess, right? That's that's what strategy is. Strategy is a guess. And then we are going to do a lot of digging and refinement, a lot of research to refine that guess and make it a much, much more high quality guess, right? We're going to make the best possible bet here. So we're going to draft a hypothesis for a deal that works. We're going to test that hypothesis against recently sold comps. And we're going to iterate on that hypothesis until you believe it is realistic in your market. So here's a guess for Albany, right? And I started with this guess because I've talked to a number of people. An example, Albany buy box would be a one to four unit property, uh, 75,000 per unit, a fixed 30 year mortgage, a 25% down payment, the option to add value, traditional long-term 
rental period and a long-term hold. Now, step two is to test that hypothesis with the real estate investing community, right? You can just start with a guess like that in a, in a given market and just post it to the forums. So this is literally my first post to the Bigger Pockets forums posted sometime in May 2014, nine years ago. Um, and here I am stating a hypothesis. I'm telling everybody who I am. Uh, I did not know this at the time. I would not be able to articulate exactly what I was doing like this. But I'm, you know, I said I want to buy a real buy and hold real estate portfolio within 100 miles of Denver over the next several years. I've been educating. I have currently made my way through the podcasts. At this point, I saved enough money to qualify for conventional financing on properties priced at or below $200,000. My short-term goals are to make bids in the area that I've conducted rent surveys on downtown Denver with the objective of procuring three properties by the end of the year. Boy, was I aggressive. It took me another four or five years to get actually to those three properties. I did not get to that. And I'd love to continue meeting investors, agents, wholesalers, anyone else that'd be gracious enough to pass on their knowledge. An agent reached out to me. Her, her name was Mickey and sent me a message in response to this post, maybe two or three weeks maybe maybe two or three months after I had initially posted this and sent me a duplex that went on to be my first house hack deal. It was a $240,000 duplex. So my hypothesis was wrong, but by stating it, I got feedback from the community, got encouragement and began getting examples with which to, to analyze and, and, and begin progressing here. So look, if you do nothing else from today's webinar, you should post a hypothesis to the Bigger Pockets forums and get feedback. Step three is to actually begin doing the analysis work. So, you know, do not, when you're doing this analysis work, do not start with active listings. Okay. Often active listings are stale listings. They've been on the market for a very long time. They're often overpriced. They often have something wrong with them, right? When you look at the properties that are for sale today, that can be really discouraging for a lot of people. If you look at the properties that have sold recently, you're going to get actual comps and see what the market is actually doing. You're not going to be staring at something that's $50,000 potentially overpriced here. Step two is to contact an agent. If you want to contact an agent, we have this awesome tool here called the Agent Finder. You can go to, you know, I, I like Troy, New York. So you can go to Troy in a minute or two. You can say, look, I'm, I'm what type of property are you looking for in Troy? I'm looking for a multifamily. I'm looking for... And probably in the next three to six months is when my, my position will be ready. My purchase price range is $250,000. I have not yet started my, my loan process here for this particular purchase. And I've got three to five investment properties. I've got my five properties. And great, we've got a match here. And I'm going to look at these agents here in this market, right? So these are all in the Troy or Albany area. Troy is a market that is next to Albany, by the way. I should have probably said that. And then we've got Giovanni here, right? Giovanni um, is is the person that I reached out to. I can click request contact here and connect with him. And Giovanni sent me an example deal that we're going to analyze here. So Giovanni sent me this deal. I said, Giovanni, what I'm looking for is, is I, I don't want to be a genius. I want an average deal, like a bread and butter deal, all day deal in the Troy or Albany area that is not something that you have to, you know, that was on the MLS, that was sold on the MLS, listed and purchased by a client, an out-of-state client. Give me that example because I want to I want to think about it. And I, I want it to be intentionally uh, an average deal, something that is that is not uh, extraordinary. You didn't have to go get a crazy, uh, go through a crazy process to find here. So this is uh, XX Cherry Avenue for Troy. Uh, this is a real deal with a real client. So we didn't want to use this specific address here. There it is. The acquisition price here is this was purchased on September 2nd, so it's two months ago. Uh, it was purchased for 
The estimated after repair value is $204,000 if $10,000 per unit in renovation was added, right? The rents at the time of sale with the tenants in place were $1,250 and $1,350, giving us $2,600 a month. And Giovanni estimates estimated that those rents could be increased to $1,500 or $3,000 per month total with a nice remodel. He also provided examples that were at from the actuals uh, here for this particular uh, property here. I'm going to go to the calculators and I'm going to look at some reports. So to save some time, I did pre-analyze this particular deal uh, using the calculator and we're going to go through it. So this is Cherry Avenue, Troy. We've got the uh, additional property features. There's five beds, two baths. It's a duplex. So we have to kind of be able to, to work through that. $160,000 purchase price. We've got a purchase closing costs. Um, this is a really important thing here for property value growth. What do you think that a, a long-term appreciation rate is going to be in that market? You know, in Denver, I'd probably put probably four um, for this. You know, I wouldn't necessarily count on the appreciation, but I do expect to see more appreciation in Denver than I do in Troy. And I'm sure even Josh or some of the investors in Troy would agree with that with that potential with with that particular uh, uh, assumption there. Although they they both should appreciate long term. I'd put down 25% in this particular example, and I'd use a 7.7% interest rate. You can easily Google you know 30 year mortgage rates um, here, and you know you'd say for someone with a, a good credit score, 7.6. Uh, is the 30-year fixed rate for now. So let's actually reduce this by a little bit. So just say what we would be buying it for if we got it today, 30-year loan term. We've got our actuals here, $2,600 a month. Let's sanity check real quick here as well with the uh, rent estimators. Okay, there we go. Okay, this is a duplex. I'm gonna look for rent for one of the sides here, two bed, one bath. And we're gonna take a look here. So just a sanity check, right? We've got our, our monthly rent is 1,200 bucks. We have high confidence. There are a lot of comps for this particular property in the area, right? We've got a number of units. Many of those units were listed very recently and many of them have very similar square footage. So we can be super confident in the rents or we have a reasonable chance, you know, we've got the rents, the actuals, we've got our estimates from Giovanni and we're, you know, those are checking out with what we're seeing from a comp perspective. And the opportunity to move this two, two one unit to 1500 is not out of the question. It would have to be one of the nicer units, but it's not out of the question based on the analysis that we're seeing here. The other side is three bed, one bath. So we can take a look at that one and we can say that, okay, that 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 is right on the money for this particular one. And again, there are plenty of units here that are renting in that $1,500 range um, that are fairly recent. So we can be fairly, fairly confident that you know the analysis there is is reasonable. Property taxes are high here. We've got the monthly estimate here. This is New York. We've got an insurance estimate. These are actuals again from there. I'm assuming a much more conservative statement for repairs and maintenance than Giovanni put in at five percent. A capital capex at five percent. I'm assuming vacancy at five percent. Um, some people even like to be more conservative than that. I'm assuming 10% for management fees. I'm not going to be in Troy to go manage the thing. I live in Denver. And then I'm assuming that the tenants will pay most utilities except for water and sewer, which was given to me as uh, an output here. And then um, this is snow removal and lawn care for the duplex. Sometimes, at least in Denver, I'm able to pass that to the tenants. That may not be the case in Troy. We got 404 here a month with these set, this set of assumptions for a cash on cash ROI of 11% here, a five-year annualized return of 18%. That's assuming, again, the $2,600 a month in rent, the 125 for lawn care. We've got the vacancy uh, management. We've got our loan, loan term and interest rate. 
And we can always adjust all of these details here. So for example, if you thought the vacancy was too aggressive, we could move that up to 10% and we'd see our monthly cash flow drops to 274 here. Okay. So once we've done this, we need to iterate and revise until we're highly confident in our buy box, right? We're not going to buy one of those properties just because, you know, our property very similar to it, just because we did a single analysis in that particular market, right? We're going to refine and refine and refine. We're going to dig and we're going to dig and we're going to dig. We're going to talk to people who have bought those properties in recent areas. We're going to analyze dozen or, you know, dozens of deals in those, those areas. And we continue to refine and refine and refine until we get to what we have identified as a good deal. So this is a refined buy box for the Albany or Troy market, where we say, okay, we found something for $75,000 a unit. Can we find something for $65,000 per unit, right? Can we find that great deal in the market, right? Can we find options for student housing? There's a college near there, State University of New York, SUNY, that could potentially provide really good rentals there. Are there specific blocks or neighborhoods that I want to really target or that I should know about and get to learn a little bit more to make a more informed decision. Those are the types of investigation that you need to do on the ground, meeting local investors, talking to agents, physically visiting the location that you're going to invest in to get comfortable with the, with um, uh, those things. This is an example, real quick, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, of my personal Denver buy box. I like one to four unit properties. I like the higher price point, $300,000 to $350,000 per unit, and I like the big one. I don't have as much competition because a lot of investors are looking for the uh, $200,000 or $150,000 you know, mythical units that are hard to find and are often not in as good neighborhoods. Um, but I really like those big ones. I think they attract really good tenants. They have optionality to do rent by the room should uh, problems come. And look, I have a very specific buy box that I've built out, right? It's a, And this is half of it, right? I talk about the properties I want, the neighborhoods that I have. I take a map and I draw little things on the map for the areas that I want to target, right? You can literally do that in most MLS systems. I have the properties that, I, that, that I'm looking for. I have a thesis, I have things I don't want. I don't want lots next to high schools or middle schools with lots of foot traffic. I'm, I like elementary schools. That brings certain advantages. I want yards that are attractive to pet owners and that will attract those types of tenants because I think they're likely to stay. If you can have a big place that is really attractive nearby an elementary school with pet owners, I think that attracts good tenants. And then I continue to going on here. And you should refine your buy box until you have something that is as clear in your mind as this. You don't have to start here. You just post a hypothesis that's like that one uh, that I did earlier and get feedback. But you're you're working to getting to this point. And then once you're done there, you can go fishing, right? And so look, I have my buy box. I'm confident what I want to do. Now I'm going to sit back, relax, say I've made my decision. I'm going to buy the next property that meets this criteria, right? I know that five or 10 of them have sold in the recent past, so I'm not in fantasy land. Um, there's a very realistic possibility I'm going to get there. But because only five or 10 have sold in the last 90 to 180 days, they're not common. That's every two and a half weeks, by the way, that a deal is coming online that's meeting this criteria, right? If you refine it appropriately. And I'm going to be ready when the next one comes on the market. I know I might miss a few of them and lose, right? I'm going to contact an agent and ask them to start sending you sending me listings in that buy box. I'm going to get pre-qualified or pre-approved. So I'm ready to pounce. I'm going to tell everyone in my network about my buy box, which that'll include wholesalers, that'll include my agent, or you know, uh, 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 that'll include other investors that are potentially looking to sell. That'll include the Bigger Pockets community. I'm going to analyze deals on a regular basis with the Bigger Pockets tools. And I'm going to continuously iterate and make sure I'm continuing to be confident in my hypothesis. And when I'm, and then once that property hits the market, well, once it's sent to me, 
I may not be leaving work at noon, but I'm canceling my evening plans and I'm going to look at that property I'm offering that night because a good deal does not sit on the market for two weeks waiting for you to decide. You decide now, cool, calm, and collected over the next couple of weeks, and then you act once that property that you've already predetermined is the right one hits the market, okay? All right, to recap here, we talked about determining if real estate fits into your long-term plans. We talked about a traditional approach to long-term rentals in my philosophy. I talked about a forecast for 2024, and we talked about how to build a buy box, identify a deal that works, and refine, refine, refine until we find a good deal within a given market. Bigger Pockets is here to help with that, right? So we think we've built the most complete real estate investing toolkit in the world to help you with this. We have tools to help you ace property analysis. We've got nine real estate investment calculators. We have that rental estimator tool that I showed you. We've got a rehab estimation tool, right? These are powerful tools. We're not, you know, we're going to tell you where we're confident. We're going to help you view comps. We're going to make sure that you don't forget a key assumption in your analysis. We're going to help you build a very detailed rehab plan, if that's part of your, your estimate, that you can then test with contractors here. So all of that's available. We help you supercharge your network. Pro members, three times more colleague requests. They get exclusive access to the pro-only forums. They get the ability to see who's viewed their profile. It'll help you protect your investments. You get free lawyer-approved lease agreement packages for all 50 states, right? Those are $49.50 in value. You get to build your real estate command center. We've got uh, all-in-one property management software with RentReady, right? This is completely included with, with Pro. You get a one-stop shop for accounting and portfolio monitoring uh, with, St- with, with Stessa, a uh, rooftop company. This is completely free with Pro. You get the ability to find your next off-market deal with Invelo. That's a $500 a year value, free with Pro. And by the way, you get a couple bucks towards your first marketing campaign if you're looking to send uh, mailers or cold calls or those types of things. And you get to save 50% on our bootcamp programs, which are both live and interactive um, You know, on, on your own pace programs that will help you with a variety of different strategies for rookies, multifamily, Burr. We're constantly adding to this portfolio of bootcamps. And the number one reason, of course, is because this thing works, right? Aaron is a pro member who locked up his first three unit within a couple of weeks, becoming a pro member and sold it for $70,000. The calculators helped him understand what was a good deal and make sure his numbers are right. Patrick, he got a property under contract three weeks after signing up for pro. And then a week later, got another property that was six units. And he made his money back at the closing table here after now analyzing these deals and building up his confidence with the pro membership here. So this pro membership is $299 is the code stablewealth24 at checkout. You get all the features that we asked today, plus a few bonuses. You're going to get a free copy of Set for Life. By the way, if you go pro anytime, we give you a free trial for 30 days. So if you don't like it, you can email support at biggerpockets.com and get a 100% refund on the pro membership. So uh, this is a guarantee. We hope that it's a no-brainer for you to try this. We think it's a powerful, powerful command center. Uh, if you're serious about building that buy box and actually getting moving on uh, on your journey to as a real estate investor here. Again, that's the code STABLEWEALTH24. Thank you all so much for joining me on this very special bonus episode of the Real Estate Podcast. I hope you got good value out of this webinar and that you check out biggerpockets.com and all it has to offer. Our pro membership is a fantastic tool to help you gain insight in these changing market conditions and to help you make the most informed decisions on your real estate investing journey. Go to biggerpockets.com slash pro and use the code stablewealth24 to upgrade and start analyzing smarter today. The 
The market is changing and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom and the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com deals and enter a few details about what and where you want to buy and bam, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. This free resource is only available at biggerpockets.com deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com deals. That's biggerpockets.com deals to find your investor-friendly agent today. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all hosts and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. BiggerPockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.